This is Novel Marketing. I'm Thomas Umstadt Jr. I'm James L. Rubar. And this is the show for novelists who hate marketing. Really, you can hate marketing and still like this show, but still want to become best-selling authors. In this episode, we are going to talk about a very small social network called Facebook. 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 And more specifically, how to get more Facebook fans. Because this is this is in the news right now, if you're at all reading things about marketing it's it's we've got like farms are those likes really legitimate are they not legitimate but everybody wants to get more fans but you want legitimate fans right. so how do we do this is everybody moving to google plus or is facebook <laughs> still legitimate well i'm on google plus y'all are welcome to connect <laughs> to me on google plus and some people are uh, moving to google plus particularly the android users of the world <laughs> so much uh, but facebook is still important it's still the biggest social network so people are have been talking about the demise of facebook right. for the last nine years <laughs> i remember i put funny story i i was in college back when facebook was only for college students oh so you were okay. i've been using facebook longer than most people have been able to use facebook and i remember when facebook came to my university because they'd only turn on one university at a time so right when it came everyone just skipped school for an entire day because we were kind of low on the totem pole, you know, all the cool schools already had it, which was how it happened. You know, when you start at Harvard, you, you right. can only go right. down. You can only there. go down. So everyone just skipped school for a day and all friended each other. And it was this huge event. And then they ruined Facebook because they, they took it. <laughs> high schoolers in. Oh my gosh! I just I just joined college. I didn't have to interact with these people. And then they did something even worse. Parents, they let <laughs> parents on. Oh my gosh! I don't want my mom seeing my this Facebook stuff. Right. So, so, but somehow Facebook survived that, and they went from you know ten million college students to a billion users, and they're still going strong. So, your Facebook page is important you know, for a couple of reasons. One, it, you know, it's the biggest social network. Although technically, it's the second biggest social network. I would contend that email is the biggest social yes, network. Yes, uh, And, and Thomas, importance. can I interrupt you just for yeah. a moment for those people who uh, maybe are still new to social media, which people all the time are jumping into this. Let's talk about the difference between a page and a profile. Good question. So the easiest way to tell the difference is a page has likes and uh, a profile has friends. So you'll often hear me say and other people say fans, and that's archaic language because back when i was a kid they were fan pages and personal pages yes. and they changed that because um you know people aren't really a t fan of tide right you know, it's like it's like i'm not that excited about tide but maybe i'll like tide yes. you know, if i use tide so they that was a marketing move but essentially it's the same thing it's a fan page and it's important because publishers pay attention to authors Facebook pages, particularly their like pages, their business pages. And because there's several reasons for that. But one is because your fan page has a PTAT score. You're like, what's a PTAT score? It's the people talking about this. So it doesn't just show you how many likes you have, but how many of those people are liking, commenting, sharing your content. So all things being equal, more human fa fans are better. So <laughs> you can go and buy, you know, 100 robots or 1000 robots to like your page. Don't do that. Uh, in fact, we'll talk about some other things not to try here in a moment. But we have I have 12 quick tips for you to get more fans. You ready? Lightning round. Here we go. Lightning <laughs> round. Tip number 1. Create shareable content, particularly photos. So this is really important. If your content's not shareable, if it's not interesting, Nothing else is going to work on Facebook. And one of the best ways to get new fans is to have the, your existing fans share your work. 
because with the algorithm changes, getting people to share your content is even more important than it ever has been. So focus on content, focus on providing value. It's not just about telling people about your fan page. There's got to be something there that people want. You know, if your page is boring, it's like, hey, come to my house. We're going to be drinking water and staring at the wall. It's like, that doesn't sound like much of a party. You know, it's like, hey, come to my house. We're going to have a great time and we'll have games and all this stuff. So, And to prove this to yourself, think about yourself going through Facebook. What do you tend to land on? Yes. You tend to land on the photos a lot easier than you land on the descriptions. And if you've got description that goes on for more than like two sentences, it's like, okay, done. Let's go on to the next yeah. thing. That had better be really controversial. Really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if everyone's arguing about it in the comments, then I might read it. Yeah, but if it's got two likes, you know, I'll just scan on right by. So number two is put a Facebook like box on the sidebar of your website. And this is really powerful, not just for getting more likes, but also boosts your credibility because Facebook will see if someone's logged in. So, Jim, if you come to my website and it sees that you don't like my page, but some of your friends like my page, it'll show you your friends that like my page. And so it's like, here are your six friends that like this page. I'm like, wow, I had no idea my friends already like this. And so it dramatically reduces the risk. You know, people like to do what their friends are already doing. That's right. Remember, always remember guilty by association. Oh, Thomas and Randy and Mary and Darcy all like this. Ooh, I better like it too. Right, right. Of course, you know, if all of the friends that they like it are really their enemies, then it might <laughs> stab you in the back. Yeah. But well, generally speaking, people are actually friends with people that they like. All right, so thing number three, and this is a little controversial, but it really works if, if you're willing to do it, and that is convert your personal page into a business page. Hi, I'm Jim. I did this. <laughs> yeah. So I did this too, actually, and I screencast the whole thing uh, and I recorded it how to do it. But as an author, you're in this kind of interesting space where you're both an individual, as you know, an individual person, but you're also a brand and you're a business. Being an author is being a business. Facebook recognizes this. And so they'll let you turn your personal page into a business page, which magically turns all of your friends into likes. Now, it, this is a painful process <laughs> because they're no longer your friends you can't see what they're posting you don't have quite as much weight behind what you're sharing you have to try a little harder to show up on their newsfeed. but there are a lot of benefits and this is the fastest way into four digits so i know we have clients who hit their max with five thousand friends they're you know popular well-known author facebook limits there's a hard limit of five thousand friends which goes back to my college days actually because there's a guy oh, on my campus in- who had five hundred five thousand friends and was maxed out and what was crazy is that this guy was a remarkable person and knew the names of all five thousand of those people oh and gosh. middle names and last names and majors he had this incredible memory and he just knew everyone on campus and facebook maxed him out but it was like he was such an outlier. Like most people can't remember right. everyone on a university campus. So there's this hard limit of 5,000. And so ultimately, if you, need to, if you want to be successful on Facebook, you've got to get past 5,000. You know, if you have 10% conversion rate of fans to readers, which is a really high conversion rate, Facebook normally converts at about 1%. But let's just say for the sake of math, you know, you get a 10% conversion rate. 5,000, 10% of 5,000 is 500. I know I'm doing math live on the air, which you're not supposed to do. <laughs> but that's not a lot of book sales. 500 is, is not a lot. Even if they're sharing and talking, that's hard to go with. But you know, 10% of 50,000, 10% of 100,000, now those are some real numbers. So you need to get past that 5,000 person limit. And a good way to jumpstart that is to convert your personal page into a business page. The next tip, tip number four, is to invite your friends. So there's an invite friends to like your page. But 
don't go crazy. So Facebook allows you to like badger your friends. Like every couple of weeks, you can re-ask all the ones who said no the first time to say no again. <laughs> it's like, I don't, this, I, you can do this once, maybe twice, but after that, you're just going to annoy them. Like, and, and for the most part, don't feel bad if a low percentage of your friends end up liking your page because that, that happens. Right. Uh, tip number five is to get a Facebook, what's called a vanity URL or a unique URL. This is a facebook.com forward slash your name. So facebook.com forward slash Thomas Umstadt. And the benefit of this URL is that you're going to need it for some of the tips down the list. <laughs> so uh, for on, offline particularly, you really need an easy uh, to share URL. So tip number six is to post photos from a shared event. So people love photos on Facebook. It's kind of a big deal. It's like they named the social network after people's faces. <laughs> so and, uh, what, peop- what kind of photo does someone love more than any other photo? Ones where it's everybody together. Yeah, it's, and know, a photo of them, right? Yeah, you look exactly. at a photo of uh, 10 people and you're one of them. What's the first face you look at? You know? Yourself. <laughs> no, I don't. I look at you first, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that's a little creepy. <laughs> so no, most people will look at themselves first in a photo. And so let's say you're at a writer's conference. Well, a great or any other kind of event. You post photos from that event and you start to tag people. And as those people start to tag people, that's a great way of creating content that draws people to your page. Uh, another tip is to put a link to your Facebook on paper uh, dead tree pr- uh, products. <laughs> Sorry, we, we often call you know dead tree things like bookmarks. Uh, put it in the back of your book. This is really critical. Someone reads your book and enjoys your book, and the last page says, hey, connect with me on Facebook, and here's my URL. Connect with me on Twitter. And what I would recommend for the back of your book is to list all your social networks that you're active on so that your reader can connect to you on their network of choice. So maybe someone hates Facebook and they're all on Google+. Well, put your Google Plus URL there. And the last few pages of your book are some of the most valuable marketing you have. (laughs) That's right, because you know that the the first – the first, the opening chapter, the first sentence, that hook that gets them going is not as important. It's important, but the most important chapter of your book is the last chapter. The most important sentence is that last sentence because that's the one that goes, oh, I got I to gotta get their next book. Right. All right. The next tip is to uh, put a Facebook icon on your website prominently. So this is different than the Facebook badge on your sidebar. I'm talking like an icon at the very top of every page or at the very bottom of every page. Why do you do this? Well, one way that people will look up an author on Facebook is by Googling that author. Well, if your website's halfway decent, and hopefully it is, you're ranking number one for your own name. And so they're going to see, oh, johnsmith.com. So the, is the official website of author John Smith of you know thrillers or whatever, this fictional person. So they click on it, and I've seen authors do this on the phone. So I've been talking with an author, and they're talking about a website that they like. And they're like, oh, and I want to show you their Facebook. And they can't find it. And they're hunting all around this website because the Facebook link's only on one page. And it's always awkward when someone comes to me and they really like a website that's a really poorly designed (laughs) website. (laughs) It's like, you know, we want to build a website for you that's better than this one that you like. (laughs) So that's always can be a little bit Mm -hmm. awkward. But that's a common use case where someone's going to Google you and try to find you through Facebook. So you want to put that link in a prominent place. So people often look for it in the top right and also in the bottom in the footer are two common things you'll do. And not to get too into websites right now but we think that everyone that comes to our website is going to the home page first well that's not true 
Right. They might be coming to the blog. They might be coming to the about. They might even be coming to the contact. You just don't know. And that's why it's so important that that Facebook icon is on every single page. A good example of this is Author Media. So we get about 40,000 to 50,000 visitors a month. Do you know how many of those folks come to the homepage? What, what percentage? Really? So we have wow. 40 times people hitting other pages because the different pages are ranking on Google sure. and different things are sharing on Facebook. And so th- this is the new internet. The old internet was everyone went to the homepage first and then went through the navigation. Now we live in this Google centric world where people are landing deep within your website and that deep page that might be going viral on Facebook or ranking really high on Google, that page needs to explain who you are and show how to connect to you on Facebook and buy your book and all of those things. But this is not the website. Episode. Right. That's all. Oh, that's Sorry. right. I'm the website guy. I love talking about websites. So, all right. Back to Facebook. Where were we? Ah, yes. Facebook. So uh, the next thing you want to do is, and I know this is scary, but advertise. Advertise? So, I thought this was marketing. Yeah. Advertising. <laughs> I know that sounds so old, old school, but advertising can work. I wouldn't advertise just any old time, but a good time to advertise and try to get more fans is when a new book comes out because you can promote both your book and your page with the same money. You basically get a two-for-one deal. So you can target people who are like uh, likely to like your page. Now, if you only spend money on advertising on one thing, I would advertise on Goodreads when it comes to moving books because I think Goodreads is far more effective. But the nice thing with Facebook is it can help you market other products as well. And f- uh, advertising is the fastest way. So if you want a lot of f- likes really quickly... And it also artificially inflates your PTAT score, the people talking about this, because Facebook counts a click on an ad as a talking about this. So if you know that publishers, this is the real secrets right here. If you know publishers or agents are looking at your website or your Facebook page right now and you want to make it look really popular, buy ads to get people to start liking it more and more and then your PTAT score will go way high. It's a bit of a cheat because you're looking bigger than you are but you know sometimes desperate times call for desperate <laughs> measures so i don't know if i necessarily recommend that but if you are to do it it is an effective strategy and it's hard for one for a publisher to see through we are going to have a, a episode in the future about what publishers look at and what savvy publishers kind of you know don't and agents as well what they're agents. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. all right number 10 is contests um, contests can be very effective to do a giveaway that ties in with your book and one of the things I recommend for contests is that you always advertise as well. So a good rule of thumb is for every dollar you spend on the prize, you spend $2 promoting the prize. So if you spend $500 giving away an iPad, you should spend $1,000 buying advertisements talking about that iPad. Um, in traditional media, it may be more like 5 to 1 or a million to 1. So McDonald's does this big Monopoly giveaway, and they spend you know a million dollars on prizes, and they spend $20 million on TV ads telling you about your chance to win the prizes. Um, it's really sad when they do that about giving to charity. <laughs> it's like they give $100,000 to charity. And actually, I don't know if McDonald's does this, but I've seen companies do this. So they give a few dollars to charity, and then they'll buy millions of dollars talking about the how they, they gave that money to charity. to charity. It's like, ugh. anyway, it is what it is. So the 12th and final tip is to use email. A couple of ways to do this. The easiest is to just put a link in your email signature. So every time you send and receive email, there's a link to this. Jim, I think you do this in your email. Yeah, I do this. So I have, an, I have a Twitter icon. I have a Facebook icon. I have you know a link to my website. And that's very easy to do. Right, because your email program inserts that automatically. So uh, 
just Google, ask Google how to do it with your email program. How do I add a signature in Gmail? How do I do a signature in Yahoo? And you'll find many great resources walking you through that. Um, we'll talk more about email signatures later, but this is a great marketing tool because it's very subtle. It's not in your face, and yet it's also really helpful to people. I'm a big fan of email signatures. But you also want to put a link to your Facebook in your email marketing. So do you have a MailChimp campaign? You send out an email newsletter. That email newsletter needs to be easy for people to connect to you on Facebook. And all of these things help a little bit. And together, they really help amplify your Facebook page and help you grow your likes. Because there's this interesting phenomenon on Facebook that the more likes you have, the more likes you get. And the less likes you have, the less likes you get. So to him who has likes, more likes will be given. <laughs> to but to him who does few. not have likes, even, even the those. likes he thinks he has are really just from his mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a few things not to try. Uh, one is buying fake fans on Fiverr or on eBay. Uh, this is kind of neutral on Twitter. Uh, like it makes you look bad if you get caught. But on Facebook, it really harms you because that pop people talking about this score gets just thrown to pieces with fake fans so if you have let's say 1,000 true fans and you have 5,000 robots well it looks like five-sixths of your fans don't care about any of your stuff don't ever they never like they never comment they never share which hurts your algorithm in facebook which means that even your true fans fewer of them see your content as would normally see your content so it really hurts you to have fake fans it's it's almost so bad that it's the thing you do to your enemy <laughs> don't don't shoot yourself in the foot by buying fake fans um don't spam other social networks asking people to switch to facebook uh people have heard of facebook by now it's kind of a big deal so if someone's not using facebook it's because they've chosen not to use facebook and begging people on twitter to switch over to facebook is not going to make you look good or if your facebook page automatically spams twitter with a link back to your facebook page every time you update facebook that's really annoying to people on twitter and they just unfollow folks who do that um and then finally suggesting your page to your friends over and over again you know abusing that tool that gets uh, really annoying and just in general you know don't be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know if this happens to you, Thomas, but I'll get somebody that wants to be a, a friend actually on my on my friend page, and and I've and we can talk about this. We should talk about an episode about this, whether you accept everyone on your friend page or not. Um, but I, I at this point, I'm accepting most people who ask to be my friend on my friend page. And when somebody says, "Hey," I get a message right after I accept it. Hey, thanks for accepting my friend re- request. Please go to my my business page, page. Oh, and like i'm just like okay we're done it's yeah. over oh so spammy all right 13 bonus tip uh, tip number 13 is a bonus give people a reason to return you know getting someone to like your page and then they're like this is boring and they never come back it's not very beneficial in fact it really hurts your ptat score so think about the question from your visitor's perspective what's in it for me why should i visit this page and if you don't have a good answer for that, you need to be thinking about what a good answer is. Because if you can answer that question clearly, come to the Novel Marketing page. We'll share new episodes and answer your questions. And it's your chance to talk with us and learn about how to market fiction. Well, you know, now you have a reason to come. You know, is that a convincing reason? Maybe not. But, hey, we're on Facebook. So you can check us out, Novel Marketing, on Facebook. <laughs> this episode of... The Novel Marketing Podcast has been brought to you by the Best Seller Society. If you're looking for not only more in-depth marketing information, but also education on how to write and do everything that is tied into being a novelist, I encourage you to go to 
bestsellersociety.com. Thank you for listening to the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing online, offline, and everywhere in between.